Welcome to Readjusting My Crown Podcast, a show designed to help you release patterns that no longer serve you and claim the life of happiness, healing, and success you deserve on your terms. I'm your host, Carlicia, and I'm passionate about empowering you to put your best foot forward in order to live your life unapologetically. Every week, you'll get insight and tips on different topics surrounding personal development, establishing and maintaining relationships with others, and overall working to become the very best version of you. Be sure to head over to the Readjust in My Crown Facebook page to continue the conversation after each episode. Let's get started. Hello, my Thrivers. We're back for another episode of Readjust in My Crown. This is episode 12 And I'm super excited that I've made it this far and keeping up with the podcast with all the craziness going on in the world right now, and also the madness that is my life. When I was going back and forth about starting this podcast, one of my biggest worries was whether or not I was going to be able to keep it going. With so many things going on my plate, I pretty much wasn't sure if I was going to work out as planned, but I've been managing to work it right on out. A big thank you to all of you out there who are subscribed to the podcast, listening to every episode, and sharing with others. It is greatly appreciated. And shout out to the ladies in the Readjusting My Crown organization that continue to be supportive and continue to set positive examples out here in these streets. Salute to you, queens. And I look forward to when we'll be able to meet up again and get more activity going once these streets are coronavirus-free. (laughs) so I know it's been a while but I wanted to do an episode on what I like to call self-check self-checking is what I do on a daily basis and it's something I feel is absolutely necessary for personal growth it's basically a word I came up with for checking myself on my habits my behavior the things I say to others the things I say to myself It's a form of self-evaluation that's really helpful during reflection times and also when I'm having moments or getting ready to have moments (laughs) that I know I won't be too happy with later. So to avoid those moments of regret, to avoid those moments of disappointment, I have a lot of self-check moments with myself where it's stop and think about this, man. You're tripping right now. You have to have a sense of self-control, especially when you're dealing with difficult situations or difficult people, which we tend to deal with a lot throughout our life journeys. You got to be able to get yourself together, whether it's to avoid negative outcomes or even if it's just to pump yourself up. Now, make no mistake, I self-check myself when I need a positivity boost just as much as I self-check myself when I'm acting out of character or running off of emotions. So this episode is dedicated to self-checking because I think that is something that can be beneficial for everyone, especially in these times of uncertainty that we're currently living in and going through. It can be easy to start completely stressing over things that may be out of your control, stressing about finances and job stability, stressing about relationships with others. And etc. But that ability to self-check when you begin to let your stress spiral out of control can come in handy. 
I was actually talking to a friend the other day and when we started to discuss work, I found myself starting to complain about all the crazy hours I'm working and how we should be getting extra pay for being essential workers. And before I knew it, I was in a full blown rant about these things. And before my friend even said anything to me, I was able to self check and tell myself, hey, cut all that out. What is complaining about this going to change? Is it going to give you a raise? Is it going to make your friend feel any better? Or is it going to put her in a negative mindset about work too? Would you rather trade spots with someone who's been laid off during this time and may not be able to provide? You know, once I started asking myself those kind of questions in my head, I immediately stopped complaining and apologized to that friend. Sure, she was over there feeling the same way, and no apology was necessarily needed in her opinion, but I had no right to start just laying all my crap on her like that, spreading a negative energy that dealt with something I couldn't even control even if I tried to. And at the end of the day, I have a duty during this time, and whether they feel we deserve extra pay or not... I still have to get up and go to work every day in order to keep a roof over my head and support my son. And all my complaints and colorful curse words aren't going to change that. It's only going to change my attitude, which is going to result in going to work in a negative headspace. And that does no one any good. And that's not what I want to do. Your attitude about life and the things that go on in it is so much more powerful than you think It has the power to affect every aspect of your day, every aspect of your life, really. So it's important that you develop a way to help keep your attitude in check when you start to feel it taking a nosedive. I'm not sure you can really get to your fullest potential without having some sort of self-check system. And a big part of that is deciding what kind of inner dialogue you're going to have for yourself. Are you going to wake up every morning with negative or positive dialogue? Your inner dialogue is so important because that's usually going to set the tone for how you feel throughout the day and how you interact with others. So decide how you want to speak to yourself day in and day out because it will affect your actions. There's so much power in your words, even if they're words you don't speak out loud. So you have to make a decision that those words are speaking the right power into your existence. Even if you don't necessarily feel that way at the time, speak positive words anyway. Speak them to yourself until you start feeling more comfortable, until those words start to really lift your spirit. It doesn't matter how cheesy you feel when you speak them or think them. Speak them anyway. And don't speak those words to yourself with buts or ifs in the statements. No conditional words, just uplifting ones. This is another reason why I still write in my own journal, The Year of I Am, because it's filled with affirmations that don't allow me to place those conditional buts and ifs into the statements I repeat to myself. No, you're not going to only have a good day if your boss doesn't pick with you. You're going to have a good day, period. No, you're not going to work out today, but still think about all the weight you have to lose. You're just going to take the step towards your goal and work out today. One step at a time. The biggest, most influential voice that you're going to hear each day is your own inner voice. So don't ignore it. That's your built-in self-check. But a lot of times we either ignore that self-check tool or we second-guess it and start overthinking things. 
that gut feeling that's telling you not to spend that money on that pair of shoes because you're going to regret it later, listen to it. (laughs) Not after you buy the shoes, but before. The inner feeling that you get before you send those text messages to that guy that hurt your feelings or ghosted you, listen to them. (laughs) That self-check could be working to help you avoid embarrassing yourself or starting an unnecessary argument. I've been doing a lot of self-checking these days in so many different areas of my life. My inner voice has really been working overtime. If you're a subscriber to this podcast, you'll notice that I've been missing in action for like a good month. And I do sincerely apologize for the delay in updating you guys with the new episode. But I've been all over the place. I've been working overtime between two places, preparing my son for high school... Y'all, he's going to be a freshman this year, and I think my nerves are more haywire than his. I've been working behind the scenes on some of my own business endeavors, and all while trying to steer clear of corona and fighting the good fight against police brutality and inequality. I'm sure you all are well aware now of all the uproar going on across the nation and even across the world that was onset by the terrible murder of George Floyd by police officers. People are coming together to peacefully protest and being more vocal and speaking out against racism and inequality and justice. People are sharing their own experiences and the beautiful thing out of this tragedy is that people of all races and walks of life are uniting to say enough is enough and a lot of people seem ready to tackle the change that's needed to eradicate racism, police brutality, and inequality in general. It's just a beautiful thing and I feel that there truly is a true shift that's happening right now. I think a lot of people that didn't get it are now starting to understand or at least they're willing to start listening in order to understand however there's still people who are hell-bent on making this movement something that it isn't there's still people online and offline continuing to give racist rhetoric people who seem to be confused on what the movement is about and i bring that up to say it's where my self-check has had to come into play day by day lately It's so hard to fight the urge to correct or engage with everyone I see being hateful or showing their racist true colors. And it's even more troubling when it's the very people you've known all your life that are making some of these terrible comments. When I find myself hitting that reply button on some of the posts I've come across, I've had to stop and put myself in check and ask myself, like, what will you, what was, what's going to come of you correcting this person or sharing your feedback? Are you going to give them the attention they're asking for or keep scrolling and not give them any power? Trust me, it's been hard not to drop my two cents on several people's timelines. It's been very draining to read so many negative things and not just from other races, but even my own. I know we like to say ignore things, but That's easier said than done, especially when it's things or people you're passionate about. So what I finally had to do during this time was decide to give myself a time frame for how long I can be on Facebook each day. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not because I'm addicted to Facebook at all, because usually I just kind of post what I want to post and scroll once or twice and then I'm out. 
my attention span is way too short to stay scrolling Facebook for too long. However, I noticed that even the small amount of time I was spending scrolling was beginning to affect my mood and my energy levels. In a time like this when emotions are running high, and rightfully so, scrolling started to make me feel angry, sad, drained, and I was starting to see that I was feeling less positive the more posts I scrolled through because there was more negative than positive I was seeing. And it was even starting to make me feel discouraged. So I had to once again utilize my self-check system and say, hey, right now Facebook just isn't your thing, ma'am. You've been considering deactivating every other day. You're no longer feeling expired or happy after you scroll and read what everyone else is talking about. It's becoming more of a downer. It's not even entertaining you anymore. So just cut your time on there shorter. What's, what's the problem? So after having that talk with myself, I decided to give myself just 20 minutes a day on Facebook and that can be spread out throughout the day or used all at once. But once it's done, it's done. And that seems to be working really well for me because I spread that 20 minutes out throughout the day, which allows me to watch a video here and there, read like two or three posts and then dip to go on with the rest of my day. And I feel like doing this is helping me get rid of some of the noise in my life because I realized I was having trouble listening to my inner voice because there was so much outside noise drowning it out. And I finally had to come to terms with the fact that I take on way too much of everything I see, read, and experience day to day. And when you're absorbing everything from everybody else, it's hard to really listen to the inner guidance for your life. That voice of reason within you that helps keep you grounded and focused on what your purpose is. And another way I'm working to drown out the noise is through my amount of phone and video chat time. Now, I don't know about you, but I've always been one that spends hours and hours catching up on the phone with everybody in my life. But when you care about a lot of people, and a lot of people care about you, <laughs> that tends to take up your whole day and your whole night, or at least any amount of free time you may have. I can remember years and years of me going from phone call to phone call. Talk to the boyfriend for two or three hours, the best friend for two hours, your other best friend for two hours. Then you have your favorite cousins you're talking to for hours. And before you know it, the whole day is gone. I should have been asleep hours ago because I have to work in like two more hours. And I've done nothing productive except maintain communication with loved ones, which is great. But not when it's at the expense of your rest, your productivity, your full attention to your partner, your child. But those were in my extreme people-pleasing days when I worked hard to make sure everyone in my life felt loved and appreciated to the point where I was constantly neglecting myself. And since then, I've learned some tough lessons through that and made some changes. But I still find myself from time to time leaning back into that routine because that people-pleasing spirit takes over and I start to feel guilty that I've in a sense, switched up on others. And I know that they're not okay with that. But that's when that self-check has to come into play and kick in. 
I have to ask myself, who is your priority? And who should your priority be? Like, you're tripping. Get it together. I have to tell myself, like, you spent years putting everyone else's feelings before your own. And it only landed you in hospitals with exhaustion, high blood pressure, stress levels, and a lot of headaches. Because it still was never good enough to keep everybody happy. So, it's time to put you first. Make yourself a priority for once. And that self-talk doesn't always come with feel-good moments. And the consequences of following that self-talk doesn't always end with others being happy with you or for you. I'll be honest, going from always being that person everyone can call and vent to for hours to being busy with my own life and responsibilities has caused a huge strain with those in my life that felt entitled to my time and those who felt that I would always be available at their beck and call. But it's allowing me to take control of my life and make me a priority in a way that I never have. And when you begin to make you the priority, a lot of things start opening up for you. And things begin to slowly but surely turn around for the better in your life. And you start to elevate in so many ways, even though that elevation may cause separation and strain in some of your relationships. But before you even can get to that elevation you desire, you have to have some kind of self-check system in place in your life so you can start to put the proper work in for your journey. So I say all that to keep pounding in the fact that you have to be able to check yourself in order to continue growing and going along your life journey you have to be able to stop yourself instead of waiting until someone else stops you or waiting until consequences stop you from doing what you need to do in order to keep growing but that's all I have. I just wanted to stop by and give you guys a quick episode and a quick update on what I've had going on in my life on this end. But I also want to hear what you have going on, how you're surviving through the corona madness, how you're coping with the current world issues. Um, there's a lot of conversation going on behind the murder of George Floyd and talks of racism. I see a lot of companies coming out and speaking on all, all Black Lives Mattering, which is awesome. And I also see the talks of people that are deflecting from that conversation by saying all lives matter. But that's another topic for another day. That was me giving myself a little self-check before I went on a rant that I didn't need to go on. <laughs> but anyways, thank you guys for once again tuning in to listen to the Readjusting My Crown podcast. I will not leave you for this long anymore, or at least I will do my best to try not to keep you guys waiting for an episode this long. I've even gotten fussed at by one of the Readjusting My Crown members about how long it's been since I did an episode. So I will try not to do this anymore and hopefully we can get back on a more consistent schedule of giving you guys episodes every week. But until next time, ready, set, grow. <laughs>
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode.